Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalong. FM 104. Room 104, it's Cormac and Saoirse here. Now, if you've ever tried to lose weight, you'll know the struggle. The struggle is real because, unfortunately, food is one of the most amazing things in the world. And we all know healthy food usually tastes rotten and the quote-unquote bad food is so insanely good that it's just so difficult to part ways with it. And if you've ever tried to kind of go on a diet and clean up your diet and cut out fast food and junk food, you're cleaning out some of the, probably the biggest pleasures in your life. But can you lose weight eating nothing but fast food? Some gentlemen tried that and apparently was very, very successful in going on a fast food only diet for an entire month and losing a significant amount of weight. We've tracked him down for you so that we can learn his secrets and learn his ways. Roy Williams, sir, how are you? Very well. Thank you for having me on. Oh, Christ. <laughs> right. This story had me very excited. Like fast food is something that I pretty much would live on 24-7 if I could, if I could get away with it. But of course, my diet consists of a lot of food, a lot of different foods. So I tend to put on weight very quickly. But what exactly did you do? Okay, so um, first of all, could I just say, hey guys, I would not recommend anyone to live on McDonald's. A little disclaimer there. Um, the point I was trying to make, though, was the importance of a calorie deficit. You know, restricting your calories is the most important thing. Or, or eating less calories than you're burning is the most important thing when it comes to a weight loss diet. So a lot of people, especially after watching the documentary, Supersize Me, obviously, People off the back of that will think, especially those uh, who, for example, we've just we're in March now, but obviously January, everyone will start their New Year diets. They'll clean up their diets. They'll eat really healthy food. Come February, they give up their New Year diets because they've eaten a McDonald's, because they've had a, a pizza at KFC. Other restaurants are available. Um, and then that's it. That's the diet over. So I kind of wanted to show that you can still eat bad food, albeit not only McDonald's for a month, and you can still lose weight so long as you stick within your calorie allowance. So take us through an average day of your eating then. When you started doing this kind of fast food only McDonald's diet, uh, what, what did a day look like for you? So I tried to go with the whole, um, the general men should eat 2,500 calories a day thing. So I thought, well, for me, um, I need about 3,000 calories a day to maintain my weight. You know, I'm a postman, I'm quite active, um, I burn a lot of calories. So I was eating 2,500 calories of McDonald's um, every day for the first week. And then I gradually dropped those calories, probably only by about 100, 200 per week as the weeks went on. Um, obviously I had to kind of do similar to what 
um, Morgan Spurlock did on Super Size Me, where I had to eat everything off the menu at the time. Again, just, uh, you know, people might think I'm only living on the salads, stuff like that, for example. So, yeah, so we ate everything. Big Macs, double cheeseburgers, large fries, McFlurries. <laughs> I can't, I did, I must admit, um, from an internal health perspective, um, not probably the best thing to, to do, but in terms of weight loss, it can be done and um we prove that over the month now like a lot of people would say that you know mcdonald's might be very high in calories but i have found that it's actually not like you look at a a big mac meal i can't remember the exact calories in it but it's lower than i thought so did you feel full after eating in a day or were you still kind of hungry i mean surprisingly comparing that diet compared to a conventional diet i had cravings on that diet my mind was really uh, baffled because I was eating cheap food, um, food you wouldn't normally eat on a diet. So I was feeling fulfilled for that reason. But um, whereas, you know, when you're on a normal diet, it's psychological, isn't it? You might eat the equivalent amount of calories, but in salads, but in your mind, you really need that, that dirty cheap meal. So um, I did actually feel full on on that diet, which was really weird because, again, I was cutting back my calories. So in theory, I should have been hungry. In the Super Size Me uh, documentary, which I know was kind of part of the inspiration for this, right? And if you haven't seen the Super Size Me documentary, it's, it's this guy who, uh, I think, is it for a month as well, he goes and just has nothing but McDonald's. And then, he, you know, in, in good old Netflix dec- documentary, it wasn't a Netflix documentary, but, you know, his not his life falls apart, but there's very dramatic changes that he sees in his mood, in his sleep, in his weight, and it's all like uh, fast food is evil. But how did you find things like your mood and your sleep and your energy levels when you started doing this yourself? Um, again, <laughs> probably they weren't amazing. I mean, obviously I, I did film every single day for the YouTube channel. So if anyone does want to check that out, you'll see around the midway mark in week three, um, I got a little bit ill, had, you know, a bit of man flu, did feel a little bit sorry for myself, a bit run down. And I was, I was adamant. It was not the McDonald's, you know, my missus had a cold and that must be the reason why, but really um, I, I probably was run down from, I didn't really, obviously I was, I think I'm, might have been supplementing with one multivitamin as well. Something really basic. But um, apart from that, it, I, I can kind of see where, where Morgan Spurlock was suffering. I mean, he did mention, um, Can I, I don't know if I can mention this, <laughs> that his sex drive dropped a little bit. Um, I, my, mine did. I, I mean, <laughs> oh. I didn't really want to do anything um, other than uh, sleep, Obviously, I was still training, doing some exercise. So that is something you need to bear in mind, guys. A little side effect <laughs> to living on fast food. Now, now, do you think that was due to the fast food or the fact that you were in a deficit? I think, it, yeah, I, to be honest, after a month, I think that's probably too short um, a spell of time to kind of put all the blame on that. I think you're right. A, a lack of energy from cutting your calories back. Um, on top of that, obviously, I mentioned I, I was filming everything as well. So I was, my workload was really intense, uh, training, living on McDonald's, uh, eating fewer calories. So I was pretty run down. So I, you've got to attribute that to it as well, of course. But like every food, like if you're eating it uh, all in one go, constantly you know, McDonald's as part of a, a balanced diet is perfectly fine. But just eating that alone, did you go to the doctor and get your bloods and stuff done afterwards to see were you lacking any nutrients? I'll be honest, again, I don't think a month, this is something that's probably a bit more, it's probably horrified a little bit on the documentary. I don't think after a month, your body is going to become in such a state, especially the 
the drastic state that they played up to on the documentary after a month, I think your body would recover pretty much back to normal straight away. It's not, you know, you're not living on something that's incredibly deadly and toxic to your body. It is just McDonald's. It is just foods, fast foods. Do you know what I mean? So maybe six months to a year, I think you'd see pretty drastic changes, but not after a month. That is your next YouTube video anyway. A year eating nothing but McDonald's. <laughs> don't, don't. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the, the, one of the main reasons I actually did this video, I think there was a trend on YouTube, wasn't there, a few years ago where people would, YouTubers would live on a certain food for 24 hours. And it was annoying me because they were calling it a challenge and living on McDonald's for 24 hours and they would just have breakfast, lunch and dinner at McDonald's. I was like, that's not a challenge. You know, I'm going to do this for a month. And uh, that's going to be a challenge. And now, would you ever think of doing something similar again? Like, have you any ideas of maybe an ice cream diet or trying something that's maybe what most people would assume is high in fat, but you could still also... I did live on Jaffa cakes for 10 days, uh, Jaffa cakes and protein shakes. I lost 10 pounds in 10 days. Again, calorie deficit. Um, yeah, so I can't remember exactly how many Jaffa cakes I was eating a day, but you can, if you searched Jaffa cakes, Jaffa cake diet or something like that, Jaffa cakes for 10 days on YouTube, you'll probably find that as well. I must admit, I've had to create a new YouTube because there's a lot of embarrassing, cringy stuff uh, that went down off the back of that McDonald's diet. So nobody should try those things especially um when you know when you're putting your your health at risk you know you look you look good whilst doing so so if you are trying to diet for a holiday although we can't really go anywhere at the moment and you're thinking i don't want to go on a diet i i you know you 10 days on jaffa cakes there you go give it a go um if if you've just tuned in by the way and you're struggling with a diet because you're not allowed to eat anything bold you're uh, listening to uh, Roy Williams he joined us because uh, a while ago he did this challenge where he decided to go on a diet consisting of only McDonald's for a month and wound up uh, losing weight and as you heard there he did a Jaffa cake diet as well and um, on the McDonald's diet right how much weight did you wind up losing over the month so i lost 14 pounds i believe in kilograms is that kind of oh no was it no, hang on. It was 16 pounds. That's right. It was over a stone. So in kilograms, it was about seven kg. I think that's right if we do the conversion. So a fair amount considering it was a month, a month long diet. I don't know if you've seen the before and after pictures. You can kind of uh, visually see quite a big difference as well. I did the whole, I, again, I filmed this and was very honest. I almost did like a water load and then depletion similar to like bodies would do as well just to kind of show people the tricks of the trade that people do you know leading into like a photo shoot and the difference um a little bit of dehydration can make to these before and after pictures as well because there's a lot of there's a lot of tactics there's a lot of smoke and mirrors in the fitness industry and i kind of just wanted to not try and glorify this to to to, to be different and weird i kind of just wanted just to break things down um in a very simple manner and you can't push the point of like a calorie deficit, for example, whilst eating normal food, you've got to go to the extreme so that people notice and um, they can obviously implement that to their regular diets, you know, eat, eat, eat a balanced diet, make sure you're, you're cutting back on your calories a little bit. If you want to lose some weight, if you want to gain weight, add, you know, increase your calories a little bit. Uh, don't go crazy, be happy and don't restrict yourself too much either. Because I, I wonder whether, you know, March the 1st, is it today? I wonder how many people have already given up on their New Year diets. 
be interesting to find out. Yeah, well, listen, join join the gang with the rest of us. But um, right, thanks a million for popping on. If people want to see the challenge that you've done and all the other kind of um, uh, food related challenges and some of the other stuff that you're doing, where can they find you online? Well, off the back of that, I've had to move YouTube channels. Um, so you can check me out now on Shred Shed. It's uh, a channel based on training in a shed gym. Uh, we still do similar things to that. Um, and also on Instagram at Shred Shed Gym. Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to us. No, thanks for having me on. Really appreciate it, guys. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Like that, that's Kaleidoscopes and Gavin James all for you. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104 and still to come on the show if you're trying to make a little bit of extra cash. How much can you get for selling your used, smelly, dirty socks and underwear online? Well, we're chatting to somebody from... Uh, I think they're from Holland who makes a staggering staggering amount of money selling their used underwear on of course OnlyFans because that's the only way to make money during the pandemic now can I I don't know if we should mention this story we will mention though not that I don't it's one of the grimmest weirdest stories I have ever come across in a long time I want to tell you about it this evening before I go into it have you ever for the crack mixed up things in work or, or done bold things when you were in shops that you should have done to tell you what this store reminded me of when I was a kid me and my sister used to get dragged around to you know like Atlantic Home Care and the wallpaper and the tiles yes. and the garden centres I hate so much my childhood being dragged to garden centre after garden centre on the weekends because you're like what are we doing and you don't, don't realise that that's what you, your mum and dad are getting stuff sorted for the house whatever and you're just dragged through so what we used to do is in one of the wallpaper shops we used to change all the prices of the wallpaper because you could take the the tags out. Yes. Whatever reason it was, I can't remember where the it was. Stickers. Yeah, there was yeah. like little stickers and there was the, the price was slid into a little thing at the front and you could just take it out and we, we would swap the most expensive for the cheapest and just think we were having a hilarious time. I guarantee you the people at Atlantic Home Care, sorry about that now, and the wallpaper shops didn't like us at all, right? That was only wallpaper. But a woman who used to be a nurse on her deathbed has confessed to swapping babies. What? For fun. She was a maternity <laughs> nurse and while she was dying on her deathbed recently she said that she has swapped more than 5,000 babies. She was asking for forgiveness and now she said she has made mothers breastfeed the children that aren't theirs that not their biological children and she's asking for forgiveness now. What? Because she had a real she said she did it at the time for fun. She would take babies and mix them up in the thing so it people couldn't crap, tell. Though. I mean, it is. I mean, if I was a nurse working in an old, if I was down there in the rotunda, I'd be like, lads, watch this. I'm going to mix up their babies now. You could have got a better baby, though. You could have got a better God, baby than the one he made. But imagine you got like a little. I know. And the whole time you're like, it's not I yours? just don't know. And like, you end up breaking up your partner because this child was so bold and it was just like hell on earth. And then you realize that you were lovely. Darling, was it someone else? I like. I'm blown away by reading the story. It happened over in Zambia. A dying nurse said she did this, and she's so sorry now. And she wants to ask for forgiveness. How? One, is there any Dublin nurses who are doing that for the crack? All the girls going, hey, listen, watch this one. I mixed up loads of them. Loads of them. So strange. And uh, listen, I'm sure, it ha- I'm sure it happens where mistakes have been made, where the wrong kid has been put back in after yeah, a yeah. test or something, where it's like, oh my God. But what would you do if you found out that you were swapped for the crack. 
what did you do if you found out right after 30 years you're reading this now and she said look at your other halves and siblings because if you're in Zambia and if they don't look exactly like it there's a strong chance if they're in my hospital I swapped them for the crack isn't that not insane yeah that is insane I always wanted to be adopted when I was younger I always wished I was because you hated your parents so much you're like I wish I was adopted I hate you yeah pretty much and then I was like I look identical to my brothers and sisters and and our parents and it's just not the case but sure look I'm over it now here's some of her confession right this is a nurse in Zambia who was uh, admitted according to the, the the Zambian observer over there right She she's dying and she said she traded infants and mixed them up uh, about 5,000 of them over her career as a nurse insane she said look closely at your siblings and she said I have fa- I have forced many mothers to breastfeed children who are not their biological kids for that I do not want to go to hell and she is trying to repent her sins what would you do if you found out that She's going to hell, but but yeah, she's yeah, she's one may ticket first class straight to, straight hell. to hell. But what would you do if you found out? Like, what could you do after 30, 40 years? And a lot of people are finding out now. You know, with the DNA testing, mm. you can do the ancestry and the twenty three and me and all this stuff. You get your DNA test, and you're like, oh well, there's nothing alarming here except that your mother and father are not your biological parents. You know, or you were you were they're finding out that way that they were adopted and their their birth parents mm. um, put them up for adoption, and they're only finding this out later. What the name of God do you do? And like, what? Yeah, if the, if I found out that I was like my parents were not my real parents, yeah, you'd be a little bit confused. But I think at this stage, I'd probably just you care? not care. But if I had a child and it was swapped around, I'd really care. I'd be so angry. I would. Like if that was your own baby and they and they, yeah, twist that around. No. But if it was, if I was a child that was swapped, I wouldn't really care at this stage. <laughs> which, like, no. which, not, I don't know, I'd be so messed up though if you found it. But and as well as that, it's not that you were given up for adoption for any reason. It no. was some psycho That's what nurse, I mean. some psycho nurse swapped you for the crack on one of her shifts. Yeah, so you wouldn't really have that. You but know, would you I, not I, want I to have. Find your... I have no, but I have two friends who are adopted yeah. or were adopted, and you know they do suffer from that kind of uh, fear of you know, what yeah. their parents really thought. You know, all this kind of stuff. Backstory to it. Whereas if this happened, it wasn't your parents' fault. They went in to have a baby. You just happened to be born the same time another baby was born. And there you go. Yeah. Although, do you know what? If that happened to me, listen up, lads and lassies, I would have been swapped with Mary Black's daughter, who is Roshino. So we could have been sitting here with Roshino instead of... could have been of sitting here with Roshino because... Yeah, or else I could have been uh, Danny O... What's his name? Yeah. Danny O'Brien? No, not Danny O'Brien. O'Reilly. It's our friend. Danny O'Reilly's uh, sister. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, because my mom was in, in the next bed to yeah. her when she was having Roshi No. So there you go. Small world. Very small world, yeah. Uh, listen, you'd wonder if, if... You'd hope to God that this is not true. Hope to God that it's not true. I know you're kind of taking her word for it. I mean, if she's saying it is, it probably is. Yeah. Well, let's 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 hope to God it is not true, and she's lost her mind, and maybe she's she's off her head on, on medication. Um, but it, it definitely it definitely happens. I'd say I'd B- say it has. Yeah. Babies being mixed up. Not nowadays. Not as much now. I wouldn't say, but I think it probably happened in the past. I don't think there's as many babies on one ward. I'm sure they're tagged better now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To the little thing on their wrist, where you're like, make sure now you don't go putting this one into the. 
into the wrong family for the rest of your life. But yeah, very odd behaviour. Uh, very, very odd indeed. Uh, still to come on the show, you'll be hearing, as we mentioned, from someone who is selling a lot of their underwear online for a staggeringly large amount of money. And who knows, you might be able to do the same thing yourself and make a little side business during lockdown. We'll also have music next from a little mixed, our latest sweet melody. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Mix Sweet Melody It's Cormac and Saoirse here On Room 104 Still to come on the show If you want to make a little bit Of extra cash on OnlyFans You're going to hear from someone Who's selling their used underwear To disgusting men And making like Stupid money Life changing amounts of money Yale Vonk's the woman's name Should be on a little bit uh, Later on Right now though Oh hang on hang on hang on Let's do that again with the button. Right now though dun, 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 dun. Okay, okay. Give me a quick recap. Um, Last week and the week before, maybe. Anyway, so she started getting a couple of messages from a few random different people about a fake Tinder profile. People thought it was her on Tinder. Turns out Saoirse is not on Tinder, never has been, except for when I did it last year. But some fake person, some psycho, is running Saoirse's uh, Tinder account, a fake profile of Saoirse on Tinder. And what we tried to do last week is set a little trap to see, can we get who this is? Can we find out who is behind the account? Because it keeps popping up every now and then. It does keep popping up now and again. So this time, I know people have reported it, and I really do appreciate that people have reported the page, but it seems to just come back again, and whoever's behind it is not giving up. So I want to find out who's behind the account instead of trying to just shut it down the whole time because I want to know if it's a guy if it's a girl is it someone I know is it someone that listens you know you'd want to be a very strange person to do this I think 100% you know we've chatted to a few people I mean maybe you're listening to this, to us right now and you've had something similar happen to you you've had people set up a fake account of you and try and ruin you and you're like oh my god why is this happening and you're out of control so, you know that's the t- most terrifying part of it is that someone can ruin your reputation yeah. so easily these days and you've no control and you know Tinder and all these places can be slow at the best of times for trying to sort that out for you but we laid a little trap Saoirse set up a fake account with a guy called Ronan 31 went to Trinity Ronan yeah exactly so father on the A father on the A and what happened was I decided to set this up to try and catch Saoirse Try and match with yourself. Yeah. Fake self. So I was flicking away, swiping, sorry, swiping away, hoping to come across me. Did it for days. Couldn't believe the amount of women on this Tinder app thing. I've never really. They could be all fake. <laughs> they could be all fake. Who knows? But anyway, eventually, I came across me. Was, Lovely. It, was it Thursday or Friday? Thursday uh, or Friday, I came across me yeah. and thought, brilliant. Okay. Now, then we got a few screenshots from people. I got a few messages messages from people saying they also matched with me but had to have Alan and a few others yeah nothing came about like there was no conversation had Saoirse did not reach out Saoirse did not respond but you Ronan has matched with fake Saoirse you successfully matched Ronan has matched with fake Saoirse we have found each other I made the move oh yeah and I wrote uh, I wrote to uh, fake Saoirse so this is what I said on Friday Alright, give us the update. So I said, uh, here we go. Hey, is this Sersha from FM 104? So that's what people kind of said I should yep. go for. We threw it out to uh, people listening on the show and you've got full control of what we're going to send to uh, fake Sersha this evening. But that's what you said. And did you get a response? I did get a response. Now I got a response on, sorry, that was the 24th. So I think 24th, was that a Thursday? Anyway, Friday I got a response saying maybe. Nice. Now at that stage... I didn't know what to say. So Friday on the show, 
we were also trying to think of what to say back. Uh, and then we decided, well, real search is on air, so why not say how's work? Okay, yeah, if they're so, fully, if this psycho person who's managing searches Tinder account is fully committed, they should know your schedule. They should know my schedule, They'll know yeah. that you're on air, right. So I said, how's work? Okay. Mm-hmm. Didn't hear anything back until Saturday. So yeah, because they didn't reply on Friday evening. They didn't reply on Friday evening. By the, well, by the end of the show anyway. Saturday, yeah. I get a response going, sorry, it was mad busy. Hope you had a good night. So what do you do then? Oh, they've thrown the question back to you. They've thrown the question... Well, now. ...back to me. Now, I have responded. Oh, have you? I have responded, yeah. So read me out the full conversation again quickly, just so I can have it fresh in my mind. Okay, so, hey, is this Saoirse from FM 104? That was what I said. They wrote back, maybe. Lovely. I wrote, how's work? They said, sorry, was mad busy. Hope you had a good night. So what do you do then? And have you replied? And that was on Saturday. And I was saying that to you today that, you know, do I respond? Will I respond before the show? And so I decided that I would respond. I said, you're being very secretive there. Oh. That's what I said. Because I was like, I want want it to be kind of like, oh, you're being very secretive. Like, tell me more. Yeah. Hoping they'd kind of laugh back or whatever and I said I work in IT support I kind of thought he's a nerd so Ronan you're fake Ronan IT support it's grand because I'm working from home at the moment how's your lockdown been so that's what I went with how's your lockdown been because try to keep it kind of casual don't want to scare Saoirse off yeah but I do kind of want I'm saying him her Whoever's behind them, this count. Them, them. To address that you're being very secretive. <laughs> that part of the message, you know? Okay. Because, like, there's something really strange about saying... Like, if this is someone managing me as a person. Like, yeah. I thought suddenly they'd kind of open with, like, something inappropriate, maybe, if they're trying to make fun of me. Yeah. Or not respond at all. But why act kind of normal, in a way? Are you working? Or, sorry, is this search from F104? Maybe. Like, how's work? Sorry, it was mad busy. Well, you're a busy lady. That's really strange. You're a busy lady. Right, so you have res- res- responded. And why are they taking days to respond? Because they're just trying to play it cool. They're like, oh, see, she's a popular gal. She hasn't got time to respond. So do you think they're actually trying to... I don't know what they're impersonate doing. ...impersonate me as, as who I am? I don't know. As opposed to trying to get take the piss or trying to... I know, ruin you. Ruin me, yeah. It's really strange. Like, I'm waiting for the inappropriate message. And it just hasn't come through yet. Uh, have they copped that? Uh, I said, maybe, maybe Psycho, you're listening right now. And uh, you're just toying with us. You're not going to let us go on. But anyway, if you're a single dude who's on Tinder right now as well, and you have matched with fake Sersha, one, if you're just tuning in, it is fake Sersha. It's not real Sersha. But if you come across her, will you please match? Uh, see and try and strike up a conversation and see if you can get any more information out of her and send us in a screenshot if you come across her on Tinder send us in a screenshot because uh, everyone's locations we might be able to triangulate their signal because yeah. not the distance they give it so uh, this person is between we have matches from people who came across fake search on Tinder from, from Malahide yeah, to, to Rathfarnham yeah. so we want to try and narrow it down um, but as well as that I also had a message from Alan saying that the page is gone it's not gone because I'm able to have a conversation so Fake Saoirse is definitely still there and out there and active and all the rest of it. So, um, And I don't mind that for the moment because I am trying. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Trying to get to the bottom of who this is. Right. So... Yeah, I don't know when I'll get a response. I don't know what's going to happen here, but um, I am hoping that they give me a little bit more than the one kind of word or one line answers, you know? It's really infuriating because I just want to rank going, this is me. Yeah, (laughs) I'm me, you're not me. You're not me. And please, why are you setting up this page? And why are you having a normal conversation? And why are you taking days to to respond? Surely you're going to be active if you're trying to pretend to be me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how many other people is she talking to? Uh, yeah, or or him or her or whatever it is. I yeah. don't know. I do not know. Oh, it's infuriating. But okay. yeah, if you come across fake Sersha, let me know. I wonder if anybody is actually like liking me. On it. <laughs> you know, I'm curious. Getting a lot of matches. Yeah, no, yeah. the only reason they're doing it is because they're listening right now to the show, and then they're going off and they're only swiping on you. It's a sympathy swipe to try and figure out who the stalker is behind the account. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, if you're a lad and your age has been set between, uh, it's probably set between 25 and 35, uh, keep an eye out for Sersha. Widen your uh, widen your range open a little bit and try and match with the account and see if you can get any additional info out of them and then let us know. Drop That's in a an message. interesting one. Now we got a message there going, could it be a bot? Could it be a well, bot account? Well, the person account? said, it. could it be a boot? Well, they uh, said a boot, but I'm assuming <laughs> you mean a bot. But like, I'm always curious about this. If it is a bot, can they respond to like personal messages say the ones that I'm sending yeah like could that be a robot is what I'm trying uh, to say like would it be unlikely yeah I think it would would it alright okay I think so they're busy they're busy managing the hundreds of fake Saoirse profiles online get ready to see a pop up on your computer saying hot Saoirse in your area wants to meet you <laughs> now <laughs> we have loads of Saoirse Longs in the area right now willing to meet now yeah it's great I am in demand that's what I am 
What age is this comes in from Sam? Evening, sir. How are things? What age is fake search on Tinder so I can see if I can match with the account? What age is fake search? The creepy thing is, it's all my information. So 48. No, I'm not 48. So 32 is what the age on the profile says. Like all the interest, everything that it's saying is me. So mm, thir- yeah. 32. Yeah. So and that's what I did. I put my age to as Ronan. I put my age from. I don't know why I did 28 to 32, but I just did that age. Keep you nice a broad, broad spectrum, yeah? yeah? So if you do the same, Sam, you might be able to match. And also, uh, if you're on Tinder and you're a lady, keep an eye out for Ronan. Yeah, keep is... an eye out for Ronan because that's me and I will chat to you. <laughs> I will for <laughs> the crack. Keep you entertained, yeah. yeah. Ronan, who is 31 on He's Tinder. He's 31, yeah. And he likes walking and coffee. Coffee and walking and exercising outdoors. And his picture is just a big face and it's not of a real person. He looks a like a nerd, doesn't he? He looks like a nerd that like would play Quidditch or something, you know? But at least then if I match, because obviously I have it set to match with women. So if I match with a, a girl and you're listening, we could just be friends. You just be like a little friend thing. I'm not going to get a creepy message from you. Yeah. Be grand. So the world will be a much, much better place. Yeah. Uh, so listen, keep an eye out and... What was the last message you just sent back again, sir? She uh, said the last you're being very secretive, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, pretty much the last message I said. Sorry, I'm just going to go into my Tinder account again. Um, yeah, it's so weird saying that. Okay. Sorry, was mad busy is what Saoirse said. Hope you had a good night. So what do you do then? I said, you're being very secretive there. I work in IT support. It's grand because I'm working from home at the moment. How's your lockdown been? So I went with the whole lockdown situation scene Grand. if she's going to be like oh I'm I'm going into work yeah. I'm saying she but I'm saying it as myself are you going into work are you working from home mm. I just want her to give me more information yeah nothing worse than having your account cloned online and fake accounts popping up all over the shop with you but we've set this trap and maybe you can help so keep an eye out for if you're a bloke and you're on Tinder uh, 32 is the age you need to set yourself and you need to have a nice wide distance set so maybe do the max and see if you can find her and let us know if you do match with her and if you get any info out of her. Oh, it's Evan, 679. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, um, one of the things we try and bring you is just different ways that you can make money online. Yeah, we do actually. And I mean, we've talked about people who sell their bathwater I actually planned to maybe set up an account where I tried to sell underwear and stuff like that, but it never really happened because I couldn't find anyone that was actually doing it and making money from it. I know there was kind of talk of people doing that a few years ago, but I thought that died out a little bit. So I kind of forgot about it, but I wanted to do it as an experiment and then maybe possibly just send the money over to a charity that, you know. No, just don't even try and throw the charity angle in at the end of it, Saoirse. We're just it trying to... It depends on how much I'd make. Like, I don't know how smelly I am. I don't know how, how much people would actually pay for used underwear from pennies. <clears throat> which is which is fair enough, right? So we're always trying to see... You hear these amazing stories about people who make so much money online and you're kind of like, is it actually true? What's going on? Do people like buying things like it used shoes or used underwear and like is it even worth your while we finally gotten in touch with someone who was doing this and making a staggering staggering amount of money online she's a former ballerina she's joining us from uh, the netherlands currently so we'd love uh, delighted to welcome to the show jayla vonk jayla how are you i'm very well thank you <laughs> how are you doing 
We um, we're doing well. Fingers crossed. You can give us a masterclass in in what you're doing online. But for for people who haven't seen this story and don't know what you're doing, um, what are you selling online, and how much are you making? So I oh, I'm a former ballerina, and since the the lockdown, I couldn't do the job anymore. Actually, at this moment, um, like half a year mm. ago, I was still being a go-go dancer in various clubs around the world. And uh, yeah, since the lockdown. Um, of course, I couldn't do the job anymore. And uh, so, yeah, I started with a platform called uh, OnlyFans. And here you can sell yeah, your content. What I'm doing is I'm selling yeah, my pictures, my videos. And uh, besides that, a lot of people are asking me uh, for my used underwear, my used socks, my used shoes. And uh, yeah, this is what I'm selling. And surprisingly, I'm making very good money with it, <laughs> which I had never expected. How yeah. much? Are you making a month? Yeah, well, right now it's like a hundred thousand euros a month, which is crazy. Which I never, yeah, I never, <laughs> I never made this like a with month? dancing. Of course, lot, yeah, a month is it's crazy. What? It's like <laughs> two pairs of old shoes sitting in the in the in the in the boot of my car. Is there any chance? I mean, even fifty grand a month, I take. My God! Yeah, you can try it. I mean, <laughs> like I, I, I actually. Well, the thing was, I never really thought of. Selling it, but just I got so many requests, and I was like, "Yeah, why not? I can try to sell it." So yeah, I really made a business out of it, and yeah, the people they like it, like the smellier the better. <laughs> I don't want to, I want to spare you the details, but <laughs> oh, um, yeah. God. So they like me to work out, and then send. And I'm sealing it in a plastic, yeah, in sort of like plastic bag. I'm sealing it, <laughs> so it uh, remains all the. Yeah, the smell, <laughs> and uh, then I'm just sending it to them, and I'm adding a, like a little picture with it, so they know it's mine, and yeah. not some other, yeah, some other guy, for example, and you know, so they know it's really mine, and I'm sending it, and uh, yeah, they apparently really love it, and going super well. <laughs> and what exactly are you selling? So you're selling your your underwear, yes, yeah. I'm sending, yeah, I'm sending it my used underwear, my um, used shoes, because apparently there's a big food fetish community that really are interested in those those things that like interested in feed pictures and yeah in used items such as socks and shoes and uh, yeah and they pr- prefer to have it really smelly so that's no problem <laughs> you know, for me and <laughs> I'm just you know what's so interesting and, yeah <laughs> I, I'm sitting here and last night uh, like my shoes get so smelly it's disgusting so I've started yeah. looking up ways to obviously you know stop the smell of you know used shoes so I've been putting yeah. tea bags in I just had to sell them <laughs> I could have been sitting yeah. on a fortune yeah exactly so that's what, what I say what I say like yeah I really have to seal them because if you just send them without sealing them then you know the smell the smell can go away like Right, when, yeah. when they get sent. So you really have to maintain the, the smell. There's quality control sorry, measures yeah. you have to take, yeah. I mean, you can't just yeah. be just sending them in, a, in an envelope or a letter. You have to kind of seal this yeah. properly. This is fascinating. Yeah. So uh, how yeah. much are you selling a pair of socks for? Okay, so let me see. Like a pair of socks. Actually, um, 
I made it a little bit more expensive now because of the lockdown as well. Mm-hmm. It's a bit difficult because I'm living in, in Holland and like 80% of my clients that are buying my used underwear and socks, they're from the States. So uh, it's a little bit more expensive to send it, especially with the lockdown yeah. because some uh, companies, you know, they, 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 they have less people working. Mm. So, uh, for example, a pair of socks, I, I sell them, everything included, like with the, with the costs of sending, they're like a hundred up to $150. So, yeah, and the same with underwear. Shoes I sell more expensive because, of course, I have to buy them as well before and, you know, like, they're more expensive yeah. as well. So it can be up to, like, $250. So, yeah. You're not buying designer shoes to wear. You're buying no, shoes. No, I, I want to keep the designer shoes for myself. But, yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just buying, like, random uh, sports shoes. So no one, Saoirse, is laughing at people going to pennies now. Maybe the reason there was so many queues <laughs> is because they're all on OnlyFans and they're, you know, yeah. going into our, Pennies is our depa- big department store over here, which uh, opened up <laughs> a couple of days ago after being, yeah. after being closed. So... How many items are you selling a month? Yeah, it it depends because every month, like the first month of the lockdown, it was already like more, but then the second month it got even more. And actually, yeah, it's it's like every month that's that's, that's coming, I'm selling more items. So yeah, you can count it out like what I'm making. And then, yeah, I'm selling a lot of items. Yeah. So this is a full time job. Yeah, it is. People down in the post office must must know you on a first name basis now. I'm just trying to think like (laughs) Yes, exactly. They should give me a discount. (laughs) They should. You should be a loyal member. So you're selling close to 500 items in and around 500 items per month um yeah so God, you must be busy so what's your typical kind of week or your day looking like you have to go out and buy a load of stock wear it exercise yeah. it make sure it's all smelly like how do you manage all exactly. that exactly okay so i'm normally i don't go to the store myself i just buy everything online so all the new items so i get them all online and then yeah what i'm doing for example somebody wants buy my used underwear so i'm putting on the underwear and then uh i'm working out now because still the gyms there are closed so i have to do everything at home so i'm just working out uh outside at my in my house like where's my house or inside and just like doing a lots of cardio <laughs> until i get very sweaty <laughs> and uh well that and then yeah that's already done and then i'm making a picture with it and then i have various items ready and then i call the pickup surface and they uh they come to pick everything up <laughs> so yeah it's like this actually so this only happened during lockdown you weren't doing this before lockdown yeah i did it a little bit already but then at lockdown i got a lot of more requests i think because you know people they got uh <laughs> they got bored and they're they're at their at their homes and they don't know what to, they didn't know what to do and then yeah they went to my OnlyFans page and uh they saw that you know i'm selling this as well i was starting more with like selling pictures and videos before lockdown and then i started a little bit with just before lockdown with selling the items and then when the lockdown started the business got really booming <laughs> so are you going to give up your dancing now and just do this full time yes i think so <laughs> i mean i really love dancing and i will do it definitely as a hobby still but yeah, I'm already 36 as well. So uh, there's a moment that you you have to choose or to be a, to stay a dancer or to sell used items. <laughs> if so, you don't no, have to um, leave your home and you can make 75,000 or 100,000 yeah. euro a yes. month. I, I can go leave. wherever I want to as well. I can travel and, you know, like you can sell it from everywhere around the world if there's, you know, if you have a good... Um, 
service that can can send items to the clients. You can go everywhere. Yeah, that's um, I well, suppose the, the dream in many ways. Yes, I'm just, sorry. I'm just signing up to an OnlyFans account right now with my <laughs> yeah. uh, dirty, dirty socks. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah. I'm, genuinely, yeah. I'm speechless. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Right, to be honest, because I had no idea that it would be such a success. I mean, I, I just tried it, and uh, yeah. I'm very happy with it. Before, obviously, the lockdown came in, like, did you have a, a big social media following? Like, what, what are your kind of platforms like? Well, I have my main Instagram account and uh, Jay Lafunk. And then I have some other, one, other ones as a backup as well, because the bigger your audience gets on, well, on your social media, the more reports you maybe get as well. So I had to have some backup accounts as well. So I have, uh, that's my main social media, my Instagram. And then I have a Twitter account as well. And I have a Facebook account and I have two YouTube accounts. I have a TikTok. (laughs) So yeah, I'm sort of like everywhere, but my main one is my Instagram one. So now I have like 453,000 people on my Instagram one, like the main one. And then I have my Twitter with 260,000 as well. I had to build the audience. Like it took me for for like two years or something to build the audience on my Instagram account. Mm. Um, now I know this yeah. is probably a very personal question, but do you have a partner? Because I can imagine a lot of people might be very jealous if their yeah. partner was. Doing I do this. have a partner. I do, <laughs> and uh, and you know, he's very. O- we're very open uh, with each other, and we trust each other hundred percent. So. Um, no, he's, he's not jealous with it. He thinks it's actually very funny, <laughs> like what I'm doing right now. And he's very happy with it. And I'm making such a, such a good money with it. So, no, he's not jealous. But I know that lots of people could be jealous with if, yeah, they would be in, in his position. Well, if I was in that <laughs> position, I'd be celebrating as well. I was like, neither of us are working ever again. He can look after your admin and your postage and packaging and stuff yeah. like that. And, and there you yeah. go. And just do that Sometimes he's making and... jokes as well, and he's like, "Why, why can we like sell my underwear? Nobody would know it, you know." But <laughs> ah, <that's laughs> like, funny. well, you have a different size than I have. But <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, I take it the majority of your customers online are are men. Yeah, almost like a hundred percent. I mean, I might have two girls in my OnlyFans, so it's like almost a hundred percent are 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 men. Yeah. God, like what are it's women willing bizarre. to pay for? I wouldn't pay for it, but that's my opinion. I mean, I mean, me as a girl, I wouldn't. Yeah, but I mean, everybody, yeah, has its own uh, prefer- preferences. So. I'm just obsessed with being clean. I love clean things. I love the smell yeah, of me clean too. sheets. And, <laughs> me yeah, too. Clean clothes. So, I, like yeah, the thoughts yeah. of someone else's smelly underwear. I mean, you know, we've all been living with people before, yeah. where you know you find their you know clothes in the washing machine it's still not washed yet and you open it and you're like oh the smell and that's not even my smell they feel like if they have your like a used item they they feel more like they're more you're more personal i'm so far away but i'm sort of like their idol and now when they have like a piece of item of me it's like maybe they feel like i'm a little bit with them or something (laughs) yeah it's it's a bit weird but yeah yeah do you ever get people that say it's not smelly enough? No, I haven't had any complaints at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm doing a good job with uh, working out so much in it. <laughs> but it's going to be—it's going to be so funny because you're at such a huge scale already. A hundred thousand euro per month selling yeah. u- used yeah. and smelly and sweaty shoes, yeah. socks, underwear. Right? That yeah. y- you might get to a point where you'll need like a whole customer service department to, to manage everything. <laughs> you know, I do think so. Yeah. Yeah, or I need like a, like a proper store or something. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would like to enter the store, though. I need to have like something <laughs> on their nose, you know? <laughs> I don't mind well, working for you. I'll be your admin. Now, yeah. 
I, yeah. I will do all that. Yeah. I don't mind if yeah. you pay me yeah. uh, 10%. I will contract you, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that will be a good idea for, uh, yeah, maybe in the future when I cannot handle it myself, I would definitely I need people to help me out. <laughs> Yeah. This is insane, though. This is absolutely insane. I mean, it, it, it's, yeah. a, it's a staggering amount of money for, from something. So you, you'd never think of coming up with an idea like this. And now, obviously, a hundred no, no. grand a month. You'd be on course to make, what, over a million quid this year. I imagine, like, have you ever seen that amount of money ever in your life? Never, no. <laughs> I mean, if for me to be a go-go dancer, I made, like, eight pounds a night of, of dancing in weekends in a venue. Yeah. So in comparison with this, uh, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> to, to be a dancer it's nothing <laughs> I mean wow. I, for me that was already good money and uh, yeah. yeah it's crazy yeah so now I can I can look for buying a house which I, I would never imagine actually that I, that I would ever buy a house <laughs> so uh, yeah it's amazing so, so there you go kids don't go to college just put on some cheap clothes <laughs> exercise a lot and set up an OnlyFans account exactly just buy your used uh, your used items <laughs> yeah God, I mean, have you have you get, have you told friends and family about this? Like, have you gotten any like no, criticism I haven't or told everyone. I mean, I'm, my mom, she's living with me, and she has her own her own OnlyFans account, but no, she's just she selling the yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's fifty nine, and she has her own OnlyFans account actually because I talked her into it because yeah, she saw the mo- how much money I was making, and so she's now she's still building the audience on her Instagram. So what what she does is like she's building the audience on her Instagram, and then. Little by little, she's taking him to, to her OnlyFans account. And then from then, like when she has a proper fan base, then she will also try to sell the, the items, the worn items, which I'm doing. Um, what is she doing? What is she looking to sell on her OnlyFans? At this moment, she's selling her um, yeah, erotic pictures and videos. Yeah. I mean, if you still have it, flaunt it. That's what I say. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying as well. And she's super confident. And people are, are yes, now she has uh, 13 thousand people on her instagram and she started with it like a month ago so give her a plug there on the yeah. radio what's what's her instagram, her instagram is bb brook b-i-b-i-b-r-o-o-k bb brook bb brook yeah yeah bb brook oh, yeah. see i give her yeah. we'll give her a follow for the crack <laughs> yeah, we'll there we go her, now. Yeah. yes that would be amazing if you can show her some love yes <laughs> oh my I god yours is there with four hundred and sixty-three thousand. this is ridiculous but like yeah. i mean why would Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.